welcome back to Off Kilter No Filter. I am Tammy, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my extremely talented co-host, Byron Alexander. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about, we talked about 1990s TV shows mm -hmm. long ago in season one. So I think it's time that we tackle the 1980s TV shows. Yes. So get you yeah, and the the thing about it is, is since you weren't born till 1987, you're catching all these from reruns mm -hmm. mostly. Yep. Kind of the way I did because I was born in '69, so like all the TV shows, like I loved the TV show That Girl, but it was of course all filmed before I was born. <laughs> kind of like Gilligan's Island, Green Acres, all those things that you know millennials might not know what I'm talking about, but all you Xers, hey. Mm -hmm. Green Acres is the place to be. Millennials oh. might, because we had TV Land, yeah. and TV Land that's played true, all of that's those. That's true, and Nick at Night. Yep. Nick at Night played a lot of them. And that's where maybe you could have seen, that's, like, yeah. Three's Company and stuff. And Get Smart and all right. Gilligan. Yeah, all oh, my those. God, mm -hmm. Get Smart. Because I, I didn't realize so much. that Inspector Gadget was Get Smart. I kept, when I watched mm -hmm. the show, because I liked the opening, mm -hmm. you know, theme music, and it was actually... Sure. It's pretty funny for you know to a kid. Yeah. But I kept hearing yeah, his voice, and I'm like, "Why does he sound so familiar?" And my mom was like, "That's Inspector Gadget." It's like, oh. I mean, it makes sense when you say it out loud. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, it's like me with the Joker. Yeah. Right. In the in the in the, mm. in the Arkham games. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, why does this sound familiar? Mm -hmm. And Liz is like, "Cause it's Mark Hamill." Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> I know. Okay. I, I discovered that I'm like, Luke Skywalker is Joker. I mean, suddenly it all hey, makes sense. Not? Hey, hmm. ha! Hey, Mark Hamill is an amazing dude. I, I I think we've said this before. I would love to talk to him someday. I would. He's like one of the people I would love to meet because he seems very like a a person. Yes. You know, it, like he's he's the person that you could talk to. You could have actually a really good conversation with too. It wouldn't be superficial, right? Well, I follow him on. It Instagram. would be like a real good conversation. I follow him on Instagram, and he's, Not, he's yeah, he's about it. I'm like, okay, all right, Mark. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me, let me put some respect on yeah. your name, um, Mr. Hamill. Yes, yes, Mr. Hamill. <laughs> exactly. Is Dallas all right, doing well, then, a Comic Con this the, year? I don't know. Cause um, I only ask because like he would come to that sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people from Star Trek Next Generation came. Okay. And then we had a lot of people from Battlestar Galactica Reimagined come. Lou Ferrigno's been here many times. Oh, nice. So I would imagine if they invited him, he would go. Okay. I don't see why he wouldn't. Hmm. Um, and that's that's fan days in Irving. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know, you know, with COVID and stuff, right. I don't know if they're going to do it, you know, if when they're going to redo it. Although, <laughs> we got all kinds. This is Texas. So we got all kinds of you know super spreader events going on mm -hmm. at any given moment like the state fair is a go yeah or the 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 ou and texas game apparently yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but a lot of celebrities are pulling out so liam was supposed to go to a snarky puppy uh it's a jazz uh group mm -hmm. right um and he was supposed to go to a snarky puppy uh concert back in September mm. but they canceled mm. because they said Texas is too much of a hot spot for covid. Yeah. And they didn't want their fans, they didn't want their fans crammed into a place, you know, where they could possibly get it. So they canceled and rescheduled for February. They gave him his money back, so okay. um that's good, but but he was very disappointed because he was really looking forward to cuz they're one of his favorite bands. Mm -hmm. Um they're fantastic. So he was very disappointed, but you know, I, it is what it is. Yeah, I understand. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that might be what it is. I mean, they might, you know, fan days and Comic-Con might be, like, not. Mm-hmm. But if they do it in California, <laughs> yeah, that might be mad. <laughs> I don't know, they didn't do Comic-Con this year. They didn't, because no. usually it takes over YouTube and yeah. um Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, they didn't. So then they they won't do it in da- They yeah. won't do it in Irving either. Yeah. Yeah, for that. But we'll cross our fingers for next year. Sure. All right, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to go, like, by alphabetically? Because I have a really good alphabetical list here. Oh. Um, or do you want to just off the off the hip? Yeah. You know. Um. I, I was just kind of bouncing. Because <laughs> my experience with the '80s TV shows, yeah, my my experience with the '80s TV shows is much more extensive than yours. Right. Well, then you go first. So that's why I'm. You know, <laughs> no. Well, then the whole podcast will be me, yeah, right? Right. Well, I mean, I. Okay. So we. I don't know. I came into to these things, of course, after the fact, right? But um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, some I remember. I do remember um, uh, growing pains a little bit. Then okay, then here's here's a way to do it. Then is let's talk about the ones that you know first, okay? And then I'll fill in with ones that I know that maybe you have never watched, okay? And then that way, that way it makes it easier. And and again, if we have to make this like the 1990s one and do a two parter, that's good. We haven't done a two parter in so long. Yeah, that's because now the, all of our episodes are two hours. <laughs> 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 who, who needs another part? I'm just kidding. Tonight I might though. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm very hungry, and it's already almost five. This is true. This is true. And I know you are hungry. Yes. And tired also. Yeah. So and our listeners are like, look, I, your last one was two hours and I stuck it out, but you know what? I'm going to need a break. So I understand. I understand. Um, so, all right. Then, then you know what? You start. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll have the conversation about the ones that you know. Okay. And then, like I said, then I'll, I'll add to it. And, and all right, for our listeners, um, before we started, we decided on the parameters of 1979 to 1988. Because anything that starts in 1989, unless it failed, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it goes on into the 90s. Right. So, with the one outlier being Married with Children, because it started in 87, yeah. but apparently ran for 11 seasons. So, right, yeah, right. that that'll be the, the okay. outlier. But um, sure, alrighty. And if there's any others, like you yeah. know, that we come across, then that's fine too. But for the most part, we'd like to stay between 79 and 88. Deal. All right. All right. So you go. So you start. Um, Who are we talking about? Well, one thing that I noticed with 1980s TV shows is that they actually have theme songs. Um, oh, my God. Because you know, yes. most of the TV shows now don't. Not just theme songs. Not just theme songs. They tell you the whole story in that theme song. This is true. Yes. So <laughs> one of the main ones is Facts of Life. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. watched reruns of that when I was little, so I know what that one is. A Different World, um, and I loved that one because oh, yeah. Aretha Franklin did the the theme song from mm-hmm. seasons two through six. Yes, um, and so I'd always that's a good show. Uh, I love that show. Um, I came of age with Denise, so see, and I remember you know when Denise went off to college, I was old enough to go off to college. I didn't right away, but mm-hmm. you know, well, see that. With that show in particular, like I know it started as a spinoff of the Cosby Show, but then after Lisa Bonet left A Different mm-hmm. World, it became about uh, Whitley and uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I always liked Jasmine Guy. I kind of had a crush on her when I was little. 
Um, she looks like Prince. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I didn't know. Apparently, she had an album. She did a, a couple of music videos. Really? She did. I didn't in the, know that. In the early, like, 1990 or 91. Um, okay. Or maybe 92, whatever. Early 90s, she had she had a, a, a little bit of a music career. I was like, oh, I did not know that. Go ahead, Jasmine guy. Uh, right, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember that one. I remember Different Strokes just because of what you talk about, Willis, but I didn't watch Different Strokes like that. Um, even with my girl Janet being on there, um, mm-hmm. I missed Different Strokes. Um, let's see, what else was there? I remember Silver Spoons vaguely um, because that when I was little, we had the Family Channel, and the Family Channel right. would play all the old TV shows. So during the day... Family Channel would play again Silver Spoons and Family Ties and Growing Pains and the Facts of Life and then at night there was Nick at Night which would play like the Dick Van Dyke show Bewitched but then TV Land <laughs> would come on um, I think on the weekends or something like that because Nickelodeon would share airtime mm-hmm. with Nick at Night and TV Land or something like that before TV Land became its own station Right. So on TV Land, they would have um, Get Smart and Gilligan's Island, and um, but they also would play some of the. Uh, by the time I, you know, became aware in the nineties, they would they would play some of the eighty shows, and I want to say mm-hmm. Different Strokes was one of them. I could be fuzzing my memory there, but anyway. Right. Um, I like Different Strokes. Different Strokes was good. I was quite young, you know, when that came out. Mm-hmm. It's and it it's, you know, of course, watched it. It started in seventy. It was. It came on. Yeah, it came on. Uh, I want to say it was either it was it was the same night uh, uh, as I want to say it was the same night as Facts of Life. Because it like I watched them back to back or something. It felt like it. Because isn't Mrs. Garrett didn't she, well that actress is yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a crossover. Yeah, yeah she's the crossover. That's what I thought. Yeah, because she started on different strokes. Right. Okay. And then she became the head matron of the private school in Facts of Life. Gotcha. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same character. So, mm. um, that's yeah. Well, they did that with so um, I, uh, the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Because um, because mm-hmm. that started in '75. Jeffersons but... were neighbors to to the bunkers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeffersons were neighbors to the bunkers. I remember. And then they they moved on up. Yep. <laughs> And I remember that because, yeah. um, of course, the the theme song is iconic by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember watching that along with two two seven. Yep, I remember too. Well, that's yeah, that's another spinoff mm. because of of the Jeffersons made. Yep. What's her name? Uh, Florence. I her name. Florence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved her attitude. She's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then and then there. Well, yeah, no, she kept that. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, uh, Sherman Helmsley did a different show also. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Jack A. Back in the 80s. Ja- yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. She was in 227. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I think they made a reference to when she was on Sister, Sister. Because I, I recognized her. But again, being so young, I, you know, I didn't know who was who. Mm-hmm. And so my yeah. mom was like, yeah, that's Jack A from 227. I was like, who's Jack A? Mm-hmm. And then going back, now that I'm old enough to know or to actually, you know, retain information i'll go oh mm-hmm. yeah okay <laughs> yeah. um yeah. So, all right well okay so do you want to 
is there anything you want to talk about with uh, different strokes or or go going back to a different world? Um, with different world, I really enjoyed um, being a music person. I I loved the theme song, but then also mm-hmm. seeing, I guess, this idea of college. Um, yeah. Of course, as a yeah. little kid, you know, you hear about these things, but you know, mm-hmm. um, to see it kind of depicted on television is like, oh, is that what college is like, or is that what college could especially be like? to have. Especially to have Afri- African American kids, mm-hmm. you know, showing them in college and the the differences of all their all their backgrounds, mm-hmm. because some of them were there on full scholarships, mm-hmm. some of them had to work on campus, mm-hmm. as well as you know some of them were just straight up in college, like Denise. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was you know, well, I, I I thought that was great. And it's now knowing what I know about the diff- about a different world. Sorry, um, that was since Bill Cosby was the um, mm-hmm. one of the producers and Debbie Allen I loved it Debbie Allen is amazing yes. I wish I could meet her but yes she is um, yeah they brought her in in the second season that's why when you mm-hmm. watch season one it's very different from season from seasons two on and not just because you know the character Denise is no longer there um, mm-hmm. with Hillman being the um, the fictional representation of an HBCU uh-huh. Um, the first season, they didn't really play that up too much. Um, it was just kind of like, quote unquote, college. But in the second season, right. um, they really um, explored like the culture of an HBCU. There, there's like, um, you know, they do Greek, but they also have um, step shows and they have, um, there's a, a lot of diversity of thought there. Like you have, oh, yeah. oh, um, you know, you're more... Uh, liberal students, you have your more conservative students, and this is of course 19, well again in the 1980s into the early 90s, where right, liberals right. and conservatives actually meant something different than it does today. Yeah, exactly. Um, well actually watching watching that show, that was the first time I had ever seen step performances. Mm-hmm. And I think... You know, they, they have like this whole number and it, it was it was, it was was fantastic. I had never seen it. But for our listeners who don't know what an HBCU is? That's historically black, black college and university, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I I just want to make sure everybody understands. You're yeah, like what's H- what an HBCU? <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I I just want to make sure everybody knows what that is. So yeah, I think they, like yeah, they might have just because with all of the the talking points around HBCUs in the mm-hmm. last like three true, years. True. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, that's true. But yes, for the clarification, seeing it, seeing a depiction of it, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. as yeah. a kid and I mean I didn't really have like any aspirations to go to college at five but because <laughs> I'm five <laughs> still, right like I'm five it, seeing yeah. it as a normal thing on television mm-hmm. you know because television tends to normalize it does uh, you know like TV TV shows sitcoms mm-hmm. tend to normalize or portray what should be a normal thing mm-hmm. and so for the, a different world that's like really important yes. you know to show African American students at an HBCU mm-hmm. and then that way it's kind of like a model uh, for other other people, yeah. you know, as in like, oh, this is a normal thing. If they wouldn't be showing it, if it wasn't a normal thing, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, that that to me was a a terrific advance, also, because I mean, look at the eighties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so whitely dominated <laughs> all television. <laughs> 
Seriously, I mean, think about it. So, like, like okay, so in the 70s, you had the Jeffersons, and you had Good Times, and you had uh, uh, the Sanford and, Sanford and Son, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but going into the 80s, you have the Cosby Show mm-hmm. and A Different World. That's it, pretty much. I can't two, think two, of... 227. 227, but again, it's still... They're, they're really... There's only a few. Mm-hmm. Then the 90s come along, and then there's quite a bit more. There, there's an explosion you know, that, at the beginning because Fox yeah. had started um, yeah. its... It, Fox had started becoming or trying to become a network. Um, yeah. Part of that conversation is that uh, <laughs> it does the same thing that you know, structural racism does. Not getting too far yeah. into it, but what happened yeah. in the 90s was... <laughs> A lot of those shows had helped build Fox as a brand. So once it made mm-hmm. enough money, it basically gentrified its own programming. That's why those shows okay. phased out by the mid to late 90s. So Martin, yeah. Living Single, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Rock? Was Rock on Fox? I think Rock was on Fox. I don't know. Well, anyway. And then where was... Uh... Mm-hmm. Where was Family Matters? Family Matters was on ABC because that was on the TGIF. Um, But there was um, oh shoot, there's been so many now. Have to go back to our our nineties, right? (laughs) Um, Living Single Mm -hmm. and Martin were were the most some of the most popular. New York Undercover was another one. Um, Mm -hmm. But by Mm -hmm. the the mid to late nineties, like by 1998, all those shows were gone. By 1999, especially. Um, before the turn of the century, because yeah. now Fox has like the World Series and um, NASCAR and stuff like that, which it has, <laughs> I know, right? More white people stuff, <laughs> right? Because it's not doing the. It is. It, I mean, think about it. It's not doing the Negro leads on uh, on Fox. You know, they they no, phased it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's 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 the same dynamic. So what you end up getting is the analogy or the metaphor is like a few flecks of pepper and a bowl of salt. Mm. It's always been mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. So people yeah. that yeah. it gives True. people the idea. And this is why you have these, you know, kind of, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but you have these quote unquote conversations where, um, when you talk about representation or you talk about advancement or progress all in air quotes, the thing mm-hmm. is people will look to it, especially it being a visual medium and say, well, you have, this or you have that right yeah yeah but the yeah. underlying context is you only have one thing at a time right it get, yeah. it makes people think that there's advancement because there's three or four or five networks and each network has the one show <laughs> like that's the that's, that's the, still only three four exactly five that's the that's the the gotcha it's the same thing even if it's mm-hmm. not um uh quote-unquote black tv shows right Think about Fresh Off the Boat. That came out in um, the mid-20-teens, uh, I guess if you want to call it that. Like, it started in, like, okay. I think 2012. I could be wrong on that. But it, it ran for six seasons. But that was the only show featuring an Asian, an Asian American family, and that was on ABC. It was a good show. I really enjoyed it. But that was the one show, right? Yeah. Whereas, and then Blackish comes along, and, of course, people are like, well, how come there's not a whitish? It was like there is. It's every show that's not blackish or off or fresh. Yeah, off the exactly. Boat. Like that's how that works. <laughs> it's every, it's every other show. That's what you know. People say, "Well, why don't we? They have a white entertainment television because everything is except BET." Yes, 
The same thing with because nobody ever says like, why don't we have an English speaking channel? You recognize it's every channel that's not Telemundo <laughs> or Vision, right? Like you know how that works. It's the same English thing. English speaking channel. Exactly, but it's the same thing. So it's called BBC. Yeah, right. <laughs> Very true. British English or American English yeah. or Australian right? English or Very Canadian true. English. There's four different Englishes. <laughs> Oh, and then you got to throw in all the really outliers, like Irish English. What the fuck are they saying? <laughs> and Scottish English. What? Yeah. Well, like they should all have a channel. Right? Well, they have like um, you know, a women's channel, right? Lifetime yeah. is a women's mm-hmm. channel. But see, here's the thing: it's like you can watch all of those shows or channels mm-hmm. if you wanted to, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. thing about it is, like, okay, you have Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat, but you have mm-hmm. at the time Modern Family, The Real O'Neills, The Goldbergs. The Connors, right? <laughs> All of those shows, predominantly white cast, aimed at a predominantly white yeah. audience. Now, as a person, quote unquote, yeah. a person of color, I can watch all of those shows, of course. And somebody would try make a false equivalency or try to, quote unquote, argue that um, the Connors, for example, has um, a black child that Roseanne had adopted, I guess, before she her character died or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, you know, Sofia Vergara's on Modern Family. So, you know, there's some diversity, right? Because her, her character's there, and I believe it's her son. And then um, Ed O'Neill is there, uh, is his stepfather or whatever, because he's married to her or whatever, yeah. right? And then they have a gay couple on yeah. there, too. So, you know, there's LGBTQ uh, representation. <laughs> and so, yeah, the one couple, right? Yeah. So on and so forth. But the thing about it is the underlying uh, premise or structure of all of this is that it's still white, that construction of white. That's how that works. It it doesn't change. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Surface level, maybe, but the function of it is the same thing. Right. Think of it like this. Well, then let's talk about these white shows. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll wrap it up by saying you have an operating system. Yes. And that operating yeah, system is. <laughs> is white supremacy. So if you think yeah. of it like this, like you have a Windows computer, whether it's Windows 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, or now 12 that's coming out apparently, it's still fucking Windows. Really? Yeah, that's true. That's a good analogy. Yeah, like it, it, that's a very good analogy. Some, yeah. One may be better than the other. Like, And I'm not saying racism. I'm just saying, like, look, Windows 7 yeah. was a lot better than Windows 11. I'm just saying. It was. Or Vista. Or Vista, good lord. <laughs> Don't forget Vista. Right? So for a lot of, like, especially millennials, <laughs> yeah, I understand. and with the conversations that have been happening lately, mm-hmm. a lot of millennials are confused or feel some type of way because we grew up in the 90s. So for us as kids, yeah. we're seeing all of these things happening at one time. So we have the yeah. impression that things are changing or things are, quote-unquote, getting better. But, of course, as kids, we don't understand structural racism so when it hits you in the face as an adult now you're like well wait a minute that doesn't work it's the same it's the same way with patriarchy exactly girls are raised to think it's getting better because they're allowed in sciences and math you have all these girls that are in science fair and all that kind of stuff now and then they get out there and they're still paid less than that dude that just graduated with you mm-hmm. but the salient you're point, still not going to get the respect but you hit it that, too you know that girls are mm-hmm. allowed in these spaces yep. it's that word yes. you're right it's that word allowed mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there was a time actually when they were not allowed to do math and science mm-hmm. girls had to do just humanities you know 
girls just they they excelled at English and and history, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's that allow kind of thing. Yes, definitely. Well, and actually, 1980s TV shows kind of kind of show that. Mm-hmm. Not only do they show the structural racism, but they also show the structural patriarchy mm-hmm. that goes along with that. Um, are there any other TV shows that that you? Again, you know, it's better to go from your memory, and then yeah. I'll just fill in all the gaps um, because I was I was a you know teenager for most of the 80s. <laughs> Obviously, the so Cosby I do show. remember. <laughs> Um, that was yes. Okay, part. I want to. Yeah, let's talk about that one. Okay. Because that one was a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. Because no, my parents did not have you know six kids or whatever, but and they only had two. However, my parents were very similar in a lot of ways to the Huxtables, mm-hmm. as far as like, and I think it's because they were the same generation, same age, right? Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of things that, that reminded me of my parents in the Huxtables. Um, Claire Huxtable was, was, has always been one of my favorite TV moms of all time. Mm-hmm. Be- and we talked about this in one of the other podcasts. I think it was the, the one on uh, women committing crimes that we talked briefly about Claire Huxtable um, and her, her presence. Mm-hmm. And the way that, you know, she, the way that she, uh, her, her grace and the way that she conducts herself, Mm -hmm. um, is, is absolutely amazing. And I, you know, when we talked about this again, also, we've talked about Bill Cosby before Mm -hmm. and all, you know, that kind of the stuff that goes on with him going to jail, now being released, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause you know, same way with lots of other people separating the art from the man behind, you know behind the scenes or whatever mm-hmm. um that show is still brilliant yeah. and it still holds up two years ago before covid um in a psychology class that i taught uh an ap psychology class we were talking about different parenting styles mm-hmm. and i showed different clips of of different tv shows um actually we just went ahead and watched the whole episode because fuck it right <laughs> <laughs> why why just show a clip so I showed different different types of of TV shows and you know we we talked about the parenting style in them and all that kind of stuff and that's great. But the thing that that I noticed for the students was they enjoyed the Cosby show. And I showed them the pilot. It was the one where he, you know, talks to Theo in his room and Theo's like I just want to be a regular person mm-hmm. and you know he's like, you know, showing him about, you know, money and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um so so they loved that show, wanted to watch more of it, even knowing mm-hmm. about about what's going on with Bill Cosby. And then I showed them Full House and they just sat there like, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it doesn't hold up, does it? Because I know that the Cosby show is dated as far as like, you know, the, the style of clothing that they wear, mm-hmm. especially, you know, Denise and her makeup. Because we don't meet Sandra for a couple more seasons, but uh, you know he, she's she's around, she's at college, whatever. But uh, but and it's dated as far as like yeah, the clothing that they wear and you know the things that they talk about and maybe the style of like furniture in the house. But as far as you know, family dynamics, it the the students like that and the jokes, of course, because Bill Cosby was a funny man. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, all the crap that come out of, came out about him that's terrible, but mm-hmm. his comedy, I still have four albums. Yeah. So for me, the I, I watched The Cosby Show religiously. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't working, and then if I was working, 
uh, I, you know, made sure that I found a way not to work that night. <laughs> right. I should well, yeah, I did because I love that show. Well, both things can be true. I think what the the problem is that people make these these moral equivalencies of like because mm-hmm. okay, yes, Bill Cosby is a rapist, and then what they do mm-hmm. is say, yes, he's a rapist, but the Cosby Show or a Different World or his albums or I Spy or whatever somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, overrides the fact that he's a rapist. Same thing with R. Kelly. Like mm-hmm. R. Kelly is a rapist, or Michael Jackson, or Mike, right. And all his alleged stuff. Alleged stuff, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, they they make this equivalency of that. Oh, yeah, they may have done this this horrible thing, but all of their mm-hmm. their art, you know, kind of supersedes all of that. It's like, well, no, we can have no. both things can be true. Bill Cosby, yeah. the Cosby Show. He can be a terrible person, right? Like, because <laughs> yeah. right, like the the Cosby Show in in this following this, like the Cosby Show is a great show. It will, it will. Yeah. I don't say it will always be a great show, but it does hold up, like you said. Yeah. Also, at the mm-hmm. same time, like that does not mean you excuse the actions of Bill Cosby, no. right? No. Like that, never. And that's how people get caught up where when they have these conversations, like one is supposed to supersede the other. It's like, no, they, there's no moral equivalence so be a, between the art right. and the artist. Like that's, that's right. not how that works, but that's how people want it to work. Cause I think, I th- so there should be a period there. There should not, not, not a but. comma. Exactly. They're looking for an out yeah. because mm-hmm, I think part of mm-hmm. it too, is that, um, because we hold the Cosby show again, following this example in such high regard, mm-hmm. You don't want mm-hmm. Bill Cosby to be a bad person, quote unquote, right? Right, right. Same thing with like Michael Jackson, you know, because he because he's quote unquote Michael Jackson, right? The the star, the this, that, right. or whatever. It's like, yeah, as a as a fan, as a Michael Jackson stand, I don't want him to be a pedophile, right? Obviously right. I always say, like, I like to think he didn't do it, but obviously I'll never know. Right? Right. None of us will because none of us truly as, will. As ever much know. as people would want to be like he did it for this 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 and this reason right there's plenty of other people like well he didn't because of this 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 and that reason so on yeah, and so forth exactly so we'll never exactly. know uh we- well we still listen to elvis we mm-hmm. we've had this conversation mm-hmm. but we still listen to elvis elvis was fucking with priscilla she was 14 mm-hmm. and he was 26 mm-hmm. but just leaving that there right? <laughs> somehow that's different it's not but you know quote unquote different so it's not it's different. Right? <laughs> He's still he was still a pedophile. Yeah. To me, that's a pedophile. Yeah. And her parents are to blame too. Oh, yeah. yeah. They allowed that. Mm. Join on a different podcast episode. No, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yes, the Cosby show the show mm-hmm. um played They were my family. Yeah, I it was it was for me it was kind of mm-hmm. like seeing the way that it was portrayed is like they could have been your next door neighbors and you wanted them yes, to be your next door neighbors. neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was, you know, I, I had, had they been real, I would have been Denise's friend. Mm-hmm. She and I were the same age. I would have been her friend. I would have gone over there for sleepovers. She would have come over to my house for sleepovers. You know, we would have hung out together, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the type of, you know, of environment I was raised in was that, that, you know, middle to upper middle class suburban mm-hmm. you know ev- environment mm-hmm. yes they lived in a brownstone i lived in suburbs in dallas but it really wasn't that different mm-hmm. i always thought that was funny our, our was lives like, were similar like we're 
I didn't know what a brownstone was as a kid. So, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the only thing yeah. I knew about brownstone, right. there was a group called brownstone. So, you know, oh, was they, it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Weird. Was, oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know what that. All was. right. Well, what else do you remember? The Golden Girls. Oh my God, I love that show so much. Mm-hmm. Those are the funniest old ladies on the planet. I know, right? Oh, I love that show. Because when that show was... still holds up too, their jokes are funny as hell. That's a lot of pastel on the screen, <laughs> but they're <laughs> well now with the B. Arthur memes and stuff. Everybody's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. Dorothy Savage moments," and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the conversations about like because you have like the Rose. slut walk and the um, yes. and women in like like women empowerment uh, conversations. I'll say. And, it, you know, they were doing this in the 1980s. Like, this isn't new, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. They were so, they were, that was such an, I, I, it's a brilliant show because they picked just the right people for everything. It was such a great combination mm-hmm. of actresses and types of characters mm-hmm. that they chose. Rose, every time she opens her mouth, I'm ready. I'm ready for a St. <laughs> Olaf story. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, please let this. Yes, it's a Saint Olaf story. <laughs> I love those. I think the only and show then, had that, like Saint Olaf, and yeah. apparently she killed her her husband. I know yeah, because having sex. Yeah, having sex because she later comes out. She tells Blanche just you know off the cuff that they had sex like every day. Yeah, <laughs> and Blanche is like, no, no wonder that woman can't let that man go because <laughs> she's always like talking about him even though he's dead because. That, and I guess he was very well endowed, also. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess she has made that. You know, she kind of, which is funny because it's it's really kind of a risque show when you think about it for mm-hmm. a conservative time. These old ladies sitting around, yeah. and there was an episode where <laughs> where Blanche had mentioned to Dorothy about how she was on top, like with some of these gentlemen that she's with, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dorothy's like, "Have you?" <laughs> Do you know what that perspective is? <laughs> and Blanche looked down into a mirror and went, "Oh my oh, god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he... <laughs> I remember that one. That one um, cracked me up. Like, you look, you look, yeah, if you if you're mm-hmm. on top, the air looks like it's been let out of your face. It's like only yes. on your back does everything slide back, so you look all right. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know the sad Which thing is, is really risque. But, but it's. She's not wrong. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. Because, of course, the first thing I did after I saw that, as a grown-up, because I rewatched it like five years ago, because uh-huh. they've got all of them on Hulu. So I, I binged watched through the whole, all, all seasons. And when I got to that episode, first thing I did was I paused it and went in there and looked in the mirror, <laughs> face down, and went, oh, shit. I really hope Doug doesn't hate me for that. <laughs> Because I was like, huh? Because, you know, by then I was like 49, (laughs) 48, 49. So I was like, oh, you know, okay. Because I guess Blanche, that's, you know, Blanche is supposed to be like, you know, in her, like my age now. She was Mm -hmm. um, supposed to be the youngest. So she was like only in her 50s. They were only like, all of them were only supposed to be like in their late 50s, early 60s, -hmm. except for Sophia. Except for Sophia, which the joke was that actress was the youngest. (laughs) Yes, she was. Still, Um, Getty was the youngest. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But she played the <laughs> oldest, so yeah. yeah. I thought that was that was funny. Um, picture it, <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh gosh, I do that now. I love it. Yeah, like, yep. picture it. Yeah. 
Flint, two thousand and five. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, great show. Um, yeah, I watched. I remember that, that one. It. Night Court because they had the, the I love music. Night Court too. Oh my god, John Larroquette is one of my favorites of all time. Also, <laughs> he played Dan Fielding so perfectly, to where you just were like, <laughs> "Gross! You are so gross. Go away." <laughs> but it was it was great. Yeah, I love that show too. And I feel I've you know it's weird because. Um, you know, Marky Post just died, like, last month, actually. It was, it was like, August, maybe? Maybe it was uh-huh. two months ago. Marky Post just recently died, you know, which is mm-hmm. sad. Harry Anderson had already passed away from cancer um, years ago. And uh, one of the guards just passed away also. I saw that, um, um Marguerite. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they're, according to Doug, they're doing not a remake. They're doing a continuation. And, and yes, John Larroquette will be on it. Oh, so okay. yeah, because he's like my parents' age now. I I watched him recently. It's not a recent thing he was on, but I just discovered it recently, and that would be the Librarians, which was on for several seasons. Not mm-hmm. the Librarian, the original one, but there was a spinoff from that, the Librarians, yep. and it was really good. And he was great in that. He played Lance, uh, Gal- uh, Sir Galahad. Uh, oh, they call him okay. by a different name, but his he, he was an immortal. Um, oh, he was the um, so. he was the one that like the caretaker, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And he was great in that too. And so it was it was good to see him. Um, but that's been years also ago. That was like I think the last episode was in 2018. It's not too okay. long ago. Too long ago. But um, and so uh, but yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the continuation of Night Court's going to be like without, you know at least you know two main characters you know harry anderson of course the judge and then uh, marky post the other attorney mm. Interesting. but yeah there were some funny moments on that show especially you know the guy that plays data on star trek next generation was on there uh on occasion he and uh this other woman who played his wife and they were like these hillbilly people and <laughs> the episodes that they're on are just hysterical like, they'll make you cry kind of laugh the way they talk it's just <laughs> okay it's just incredible so that's a good show yes i agree uh, not to watch what that. else you got um two of them are cartoons okay ninja turtles yes that was my childhood of course of mm-hmm. course um, everybody loves everybody loves some version of the teenage ninja mutant turtles how can you not of course they are funny they are <laughs> they um, are they're they're I cute mean, and funny they had the. I didn't know it was a comic book until, or started as a comic book in, until um, they did a reboot in the early two thousands. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. my introduction, of course, was the cartoon, and it, and again, nineteen eighties. They had some damn good theme songs, man. Yes, they do. Yes, uh, I agree. Ugh, we'll have to do that. Singable. That'll be right. Yes. That'll be a separate episode. Just, theme, teeny okay. theme songs. Type type that into. Yes. You want me to type it into Discord? I'll no, type it into right Discord. Now. Okay, okay. I got it, yeah. Because, yes, because I'm... And then, yeah, yeah, listeners, please email us with some of the theme songs that you want us to, you know, want to hear us hear us do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I... And, and and do not think that I won't be singing. And I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'm not going to do it here. Because most <laughs> of them are 80s, of course. Mm-hmm. But there are some early 90s ones. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I'm going to be singing Family Matters. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, oh, living single. Yes, absolutely. I have to get and my we sister do to do Martin. that one. Okay. 
Martin. Yes. What, is that? Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. But that's easy. <laughs> but yes, and you will you will have to sing the Golden Girls theme song with me. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that that's, not only is that not a real, I mean, it's a real song, but mm-hmm. a guy does it. Andrew something. Really? Yeah. That makes, yeah. There was yeah, a, right. uh, there's a music video for it. What? Okay, it came out in the 70s. Yeah. I'm going to look all that up later. So, yeah, because that song is amazing. And everybody likes that song. Whenever mm-hmm. anybody plays that song, they, everybody wants to sing it, you know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. So we'll add that to the list. Maybe. We'll and there's a Mondo time. Green with it, too. So, yeah, we'll save all is that there? for next time. It's hilarious. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're fun. And yes. there's action um, with it. I liked, I liked that cartoon also. Even though I was a little bit older, again, mm-hmm. teenager, right? But it was still <laughs> fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I, and I think my, my dad... Um, I mean, he wasn't into it, but I think mm-hmm. my parents, I think they got excitement for me being excited mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad always go around sure. and like, you want some turtle soup? Because that's what Shredder would always say. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I mean, that sounds gross. Turtle oh, soup. But no, apparently soup. that's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. I've had turtle soup. Is it good? Yeah, it's all right. Interesting. Yeah, it's all right. You know, mm. um, it's very similar like- to uh, Frog. Oh, see, no. See, all I can imagine is just, you know, some cute little turtle being turned into soup. I don't like <laughs> Then picture a mean-ass snapping turtle. Yeah, you're right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the other cartoon? Uh, the Real Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, I remember that one, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't I- watch that one as much, no. But well, I remember it. I remember the movie, of course, and then yeah. the cartoon came out. Um, in 86 and I had a couple of the, the toys I remember getting mm-hmm. when I was little um, and so I would watch that um, on Saturday now, did morning. they do the voices too? Um, no they had apparently Arsenio Hall uh, Arsenio Hall sorry Arsenio uh, Frank <laughs> Welker David Coulier was on there oh okay alright All right. and then Maurice LaMarche LaMarche I'm not saying okay. sorry Maurice um and then that was those those two cartoons. Um, oh, and of course, Inspector Gadget. So those three cartoons. Oh yes, I liked that one too. Actually, yeah. I watched that one. Um, and that that pretty much rounded it out because I missed Transformers and I missed mm-hmm. Voltron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And by then, and even Fraggle Rock, because Fraggle Rock was actually it started in '83, but it went off the air. Uh, as far as new episodes, anyway, right. in 1987. Yeah, I mm-hmm. So yeah, I missed that one. Um, but those those are what I grew up with as far as reruns by the time, again, sure. I became aware. Right. Um, and I don't know. I, the, again, because of the theme songs, I think, is why I really gravitated to some of those shows because sure. I love the music. Um, and so every time the shows would come on, you know, I sit there and sing along or just bob my head because I didn't know the words. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it also not only did it, like you said earlier, it would tell you the whole story of mm-hmm. the show or the whole. At least in the, the beginning, show. too. Mm-hmm. So even if even if the the theme song didn't, the intro to the show does mm-hmm. along with the theme song. And it. um 
it kind of made me excited for the show. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you kind of sure. wanted to stick around to. Because also at the end they would play the theme song again, maybe just the instrumental yeah. or something. With a with a still from the mm-hmm. from the. Um, or sometimes show. they would play like I guess they would play the continuation of the song. I mean that was rare. Yeah, sometimes. But, it, but yeah. if it was a um, I guess it was like a three minute song. They'd like cut it in half, so you'd have like your minute and a half intro and then mm-hmm. minute and a half outro, and it right. would just be a continuation of the of the song. But yeah, they and there and there were several TV shows, not only Golden Girls, but there were several several TV shows that had actual songs mm-hmm. as their as their uh, you know their their theme song, mm-hmm. also like so, Married with Children. Yeah, um, and I'll I'll get to another one in just a bit because I'm probably gonna go I'll go alphabetically. Okay, yeah, those are <laughs> those are mine. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'll mention what's happening only because sure. I caught that. In reruns, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved that show, right? And then uh, speaking of reruns, rerun is on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dwayne Wayne was my favorite. I liked Raj, okay, and I liked rerun, but I liked Dwayne Wayne. He was I cute. loved. Um, he was cute. I had a. I kind of had a crush on him. D was, was hilarious. Cute. I loved yes, D. She was <laughs> the brother sister dynamic yeah. with her and Raj. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So um, yeah, I, I'll I'll leave it with those because those were okay. aside from like the cartoons, sure, great shows though. Yeah. Um, and again, I caught all these in the '90s, but they were mm-hmm. they were reruns. So there's like mm-hmm. the Super mm-hmm. Friends, but not not the Super Friends. Um, or it is the Super Friends, but by then now it's the Legendary Powers show. So now it has like oh. all of the the 1980s characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of diversity, like when we were talking about earlier, now they have, of course, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, but now they have uh, Cyborg shows up and Firestar and Black Lightning and Apache. Again, this is the 1970s and 80s, so these names mm-hmm, mm-hmm. may not necessarily hit right the, the same or hit the same way today, but right, exactly the know, cringiness of it, right? Mm-hmm. But again, to well, a 1980s or 90s kid, you don't care. Speaking I mean, of cringy, I mean, if you ever watch Married with Children again, holy fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is raunchy as far as like, wow, let's nod everything to the patriarchy. Why don't we? Mm-hmm. It is very misogynistic, like incredibly misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but that's what it was, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's the whole point of that TV show was to be misogynistic. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still funny. It's still it just a lot of the jokes don't land because a lot they're just you know they're out of date. Yeah. Yeah. So you know they they're not the type of jokes that that um, can stand the test of time. Right. Like they were funny. Well, then. All right. Yeah. Exactly. But now they're but, they're just like yeah that that's not. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Well. Those are mine. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna talk about it, and I know. Um, for our listeners, I know there's lots and lots of shows out there, and I'm and I I I have heard of some of them, but I just never watched them, so I'm not really gonna mention them um, because there's just you know for time and all that kind of stuff, right? Because you know uh, it was easier for us to talk about two, uh, 1990s TV shows and 2000s because you know Byron, you were consciously aware of stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you weren't watching them necessarily in reruns, you know, like some of them you were actually watching, so. That was easier. So for 80s, you know, um, I again, I don't want to, I'm not going to mention everything. I'm just going to talk about the ones that I watched uh, religiously, you know, that were my shows. 
mm-hmm. um, because you know I was a kid, so I don't have a lot of uh, uh, dramas on my mm-hmm. list because you know I was a kid, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know in the beginning, let's see, I was I I turned eleven in nineteen eighty. I turned ten in nineteen seventy nine. So by the time the 80s really got going, I was a preteen and then a teenager. So by the time 87, I graduated in 87. So by the time 85 and 86 and 87 rolled around, I had a job after school. And I had band. And, you know, I had friends and all that kind of stuff. So there wasn't a lot. I watched specific TV shows, but I didn't watch, like, all of them. And I definitely didn't watch dramas because that wasn't... You know, as a teenager, that just wasn't my thing. I don't watch them now either, with the exception of a couple. But I'll get to those. So I'm going to start alphabetically just because it's easier for me that way. Um, So I did watch the TV show Alice about the diner. I loved that show because Flo was hilarious. Um, And that that one, (laughs) that one, yes. So Alice is this this divorcee and she works in a diner. Mm -hmm. And Mel is the, the manager of the diner. And Vera and... And Flo, they're the other waitresses. And, you know, it's just all their shenanigans and stuff. And I, I like that show. Um, I, wa- I did, okay, the one, I did watch an action TV show. I watched the A-Team. Oh, A-Team yeah. was terrific. I love the A-Team. Okay, here's why I watched it, I'll be honest. But then after I started watching it, I liked it for all the characters. Uh, I started watching it because I had the biggest, hugest crush on Dirk Benedict because he played Starbuck on Battlestar Galactica, the first one. Uh, and I had a head over heels crush on him. And so then when he was on a team, I was like, woohoo, another Dirk Benedict TV show. And I watched it and he was fabulous in there again. And then I had, I I loved, uh, Hannibal's character Mm -hmm. because I just, I just loved the way, and I liked all the little taglines that they had, you know, and Mr. T always a treat to watch, uh, because he's just, he's just funny, just. Yeah, yeah, he's just funny. Just you know, he's just he seems like a really kind of cool guy to have on your side. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of the fact that he played Clubber Lang, whatever. <laughs> I liked him in A Team <laughs> better. But I, I liked that show. It was it was fun. You know, it had it was it was drama, but it still had all that comedy that went with it. But that was you know kind of like the quippy comedy. It wasn't like you know laugh track comedy. It was mm-hmm. it was just you know it was clever. I thought it was kind of clever. Um, so Battlestar Galactica, let me go back to that one, um, because Battlestar, now they call it Battlestar Galactica, well, it's the first one, it's not the 19, not the 1981, but it goes into the 1980s, so, anyway, <laughs> that one is, it was, okay, I just, I loved that, um, especially because I'm coming off of Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Benson. Um, Benson, Benson, yes, yes I was about, about yeah. He was a he was African American butler for for the, <laughs> the, the governor, mayor, right? Our and governor. May, okay. I thought it was governor. It was the governor, and it, was, it governor. was just how smart he was and all that kind of stuff. It was just it was a funny show. I, mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, let's see, Booze and Buddies. So the first introduction anybody, well, me for sure, had of Tom Hanks is in Booze and Buddies, which that's one of the other TV shows that has a real song because it's My Life by Billy Joel. Um, and it's about these two guys who can't afford to live in New York. And the place that they find that is affordable is a housing just for women. Um, and so they dress as women to be able to live in that. Now, if you watch the show, the intro will tell you the entire story. 
<laughs> of how they can't afford it. So then they dress as women uh, uh, to be able to to live in this this apartment building that's just for women, and. So the women in there know them as Buffy and Hildegard, I think are their names. And but they also know them as Kip and Henry because they go there also uh to and cuz uh Tom Hanks's character has this crush on one of the girls that lives there, but they go there as Buffy and Hildegard's brothers. So it's <laughs> complicated, but it's it's funny, it's cute. I mean, I I really liked that one. Um <laughs> Then let's see, uh, Charles in Charge. <laughs> Fuck. Charles in Charge <laughs> was, uh, it was all right. Okay, just just for the record, I never ever had a crush on Scott Bayo ever. Even you know when he was like this teen heartthrob, what in what used to be teen magazines, which don't exist anymore, like Tiger Beat and Teen Beat. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, a you know he was because he was chachi. Okay, so let's put it there. Scott Bayo was chachi, right? Mm-hmm. From uh, Happy Days and Johnny Loves Chachi. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I forgot yeah. about that. So so he was Chachi, and and uh, but he was in this TV show, Charles in Charge. He was this guy who who was like the live-in babysitter for these kids, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm incriminating myself, and I don't care because this has been 40 years ago. <laughs> or okay, you're 34, so this has been like 36 years ago. Okay. Or 34 years ago. Charles in Charge is very, you know, it's like the usual sitcom. Very simple plots, very, you know, uh, a misunderstanding or a tricky situation, right? That kind of stuff. Well, I did smoke a joint once. (laughs) (laughs) And when I did, the person that I did that with, we were both watching Charles in Charge and didn't understand a word of it. (laughs) And that's when it was like, hmm, maybe this isn't for me because I don't understand Charles in Charge. So if you can't understand somebody of Charles in charge, you should probably stop, you know, put the joint down because it, it's, you know. And truly, I did not smoke it any time after that. So that was like, that was like, you know, a one hit wonder for me. Um, cheers, of course. Cheers. Oh, yeah. If people don't know what Cheers is, okay, well, then, you know, they'll learn when, when I sing the song yeah. <laughs> for them because it is also a very, uh, uh, you know. Iconic theme known, song. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, iconic theme song. Yeah. yeah. And so... uh so Cheers, I, Cheers was I didn't funny, watch and I liked Cheers. it. Well, yeah. not that I didn't watch it, but I like yeah. I was too young to understand the jokes or yeah. whatever. But I loved the theme right. song. Yeah, exactly. And you know, everybody likes you know when Norm comes in. Norm, everybody likes that. <laughs> Carla, I looked. Uh, you know, by the time I was really watching it, it was late teenage years for me. It was like eighty six. Like I said, graduating eighty seven. So it was like eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. So Carla was just I I worshiped the ground that character walked on. She was tough, she was funny as hell, and I, I really I just thought she was like way cool. I did not like Diane ever. <laughs> not a huge Shirley Long fan anyway, but definitely didn't like her. I liked it when Kirstie Alley joined also. I liked Rebecca. She cracked me up. Um <laughs> Especially because she was so in love with Robin. What's his name? You know, uh, the owner of Cheers after Sam sold it. But Sam comes back to work there. So anyway, uh, I liked Cheers a lot. It, it was it was, it was was fun. And of course, we all love Woody uh, and Coach. Uh, Coach at first and then Woody. Because um, Woody Harrelson plays Woody. I didn't and... know Coach was a spinoff from Cheers. 
No, um, the the coach that's uh, in Cheers, um, he passed away, so it's not the TV show coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they My just bad. the the character's name was Coach because he he was a he uh, Sam had given him a job. He mm-hmm. had been a coach uh, for some of the baseball teams or one of the baseball teams that Sam had because uh, Sam was an ex professional baseball player. Okay, uh, that was his character, and he was an alcoholic and lost. You know, he, he, he didn't play baseball anymore, but owned a bar, <laughs> even though he was a recovering alcoholic. That was the whole, you know, <laughs> mm. thing there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Cheers is, is good. Uh, China Beach, that was one of the only other uh, dramas that I watched. But that was late also. That was like eight nineteen eighty eight mm. that I watched that. Mm-hmm. And it was, I loved it. Um, not a huge fan of Dana Delaney per se, but there were other characters on there that I absolutely loved. Um, I just love the whole. It's a, it's a, it's about you know the Vietnam War, um, mm-hmm. women being in the Vietnam War. It's just, it's, it's awesome. I love that show. I um, like her on a, I like her voice acting because she was yeah. Lois Lane and um, she was uh, Andrea Beaumont in Mask uh-huh. of the Phantasm. So it's oh, funny. Okay. And then she yeah. was on Desperate Housewives like mm-hmm. years later. <laughs> um, it's so funny because like you, you hear people's voices. Like mm-hmm. as a kid, I know these people as voice actors, right? Yeah. But then when you see them in live action, you're like, "Oh shit, that's so and so," right? Because I didn't yeah. know, I had no idea um, that Uncle Phil—that's not his name—but James Avery yeah. is yeah. Shredder from. Uh, I did from, not know that either. Yeah, from the cartoon. I, I all right. I said, really. I did not know that. I am today old. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not know that too. That okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Well, they pointed it out, you know. Well, because I'm, you know, unfortunately he passed away. But they were talking yeah. about his credits, and that came up, and I was like, it was. And so now, when he gets mad at Will, yeah, you, you can hear Shredder. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have now to that watch. You know Fresh it Prince now. Then. You can hear it. Like, oh, yes. Okay. I'm gonna watch Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the same thing um, with Mark Hamill as Joker when he gets mad. Yeah, exactly. Now you can hear later. Joker in yeah. So yeah, just had to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So Dallas, I watched more in the seventies than I did in the eighties, but I did like nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty one. But then I gave it up after that because you know I got I got a a life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't. I just didn't. And it it changed after they shot Jr. It started I was to get say, weird, like, what, and I was like, you, you know, like, after yeah, they shot Jr. Was, and apparently it was all yeah. a dream. Yeah. After that, it was like, um, I did watch Designing Women. I loved that TV show. Also, that was really funny. I do um, remember that um, vaguely because yeah. my mom would watch yeah. that. Designing Women seemed as a kid. Designing Women to me seemed like a younger version of the Golden Girls. Like it seemed like it was the yes. same show. You just, are right. You see what yes, I mean? now that I'm thinking about it, you are correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, then that's what could be why. Because I even because the the setup of it, I'm sorry. Um, no, Golden no. Girls and its pilot mm-hmm. episode. It was the four girls and like the housemaid, which was a guy. He was supposed yeah. to be like yeah. the quote unquote gay mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And so designing mm-hmm. women was the same thing. And then you're right. Um, the black guy. I didn't say that, but anyway, him. Uh, mm-hmm. He was in because he was in Mannequin. Yeah. Um, okay. But that was basically like the Golden Girls like pilot episode or or mm. their their characters whatever. They just use that on designing women. I want to say it's. I could be wrong, so I, don't quote me on this. But I want to say it was done by the same person who did the Golden Girls. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I'm but not it, sure. It would make sense. It would make sense mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay. In facts of life, we talked about facts of life was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
I loved Tootie and I loved um, Natalie. Yeah. My favorites. And, you know, uh, Joe was okay. Blair was okay. But, yeah, I'd like to, I'd I liked, liked uh, Tootie. I liked Tootie I liked and Tootie Joe. and Natalie. And, of course, everybody loves yeah. Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, let's see. I watched uh, Family Ties, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Another, you know, white family. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, going into the G's. Give me a break. I loved Nell Carter. Yes. Nell Carter. Yes. Was, that show was, I loved that show so much. I watched that in like 1981. And that was so Ah, uh, I, I my my friends and I would always you know meet up at school and talk about it. It was so much. I love that show so much. Um, Greatest American Hero, uh, terrible show, great theme song. <laughs> so we will be adding Greatest American Hero to our theme song for sure because everybody knows. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Everybody knows that song. Uh, everybody growing, of a certain age. Yes, I'm yes, okay. Saying, I, I mean, like... I mean, okay. I mean, every, okay, all Xers. Yeah. All Xers know that song. Okay. Because the millennials are like, you are correct. Whatever. What? Yeah. And that actually was a, a song on the radio, also. Um, mm-hmm. And then Growing Pains, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to family ties, that was, that was the one that Michael J. Fox started on. Mm-hmm. So that one was like really kind of iconic for him or important for him as far as launching his career. So most people at least know who Michael J. Fox is, right, millennials? Yes, because they they do know Back to the Future. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Because even Zoomers Um, know Back to the Future. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Let's see. Um, There wasn't a whole lot for H's. Uh, It's a Living um, and Eyes. They were, uh, I think that that was the one where they were waitresses on the, at this posh restaurant that was almost like Reunion. It mar- reminded me of Reunion Tower in Dallas, um, this restaurant at this top of the, this thing. And that was, that was kind of, that was kind of cute. Um, you know, all what these waitresses, you know, their relationships and all that kind of stuff. I remember that. Um, and then, let's see, I did watch just the 10 of us a couple times. That was about this basketball. Yeah, that's about this basketball coach that uh, had 10 kids. He and his wife had 10 kids. And, you know, he's a basketball coach for a high school, so he didn't make very much money. So it was it was a good show. I liked that one, too. And, again, most of these, by the way, are, of course, uh, white. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because they are. I mean, because of, you know, refer back to the beginning of this podcast mm-hmm. as far as, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Love Boat, of course. Love, Love Boat and Fantasy Boat. Island. I, I have to Love put them together. Too. Love Boat and Fantasy Island were the TV shows that they invented for for out of work TV actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. They were the guests on the Love Boat, and they were they you know they played the different guests on the Love Boat, and they also played you know the different guests that would go to Fantasy Island. Uh, <laughs> but everybody knows the Love Boat song, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, Mama's Family. That was a spinoff. Uh, it, the, it was a character that Vicki Lawrence uh, and Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett played Eunice, and uh, Vicki Lawrence 
played uh, Mama, and it was a skit they had done on the Carol Burnett show several times. But it got it was so popular, people liked that skit so much that they went ahead and created a spinoff of it. A Carol Burnett show was a variety type show, um, but they they but they created this sitcom from it because everybody really liked that that skit every time they played it, every time they did it. So they created this, and it was it was hilarious. It was funny. Um, I liked it. Max Headroom was was cool. Okay. Max Headroom was this computer program that was on like a computer, and he would talk and all this. It was it, it, it was cool. <laughs> I, knew, I remember um, Mama's Mama's family. I want to say my yeah. dad liked it. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Because yeah. I remember yeah, watching it, was, it, it with like he had it. It was on TV or whatever. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I remember some of it was pretty funny because, of course, as a kid. My reference now is thinking that it's it's like the Golden Girls, just because I see the old lady on TV, basically. Yeah, it's because she kind of reminded me of Sophia <laughs> as yeah, far as her yeah. attitude or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. That sure, was, yeah, sure. I think, that was my connection. Yeah. Again, I'm like five, so fight. Yeah, exactly, anyway. exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fight me on this. Right, uh, Mr. Belvedere. I watched a couple episodes of, and actually, the episodes that stuck with me and the kid that's on Mr. Belvedere graduated from JJ Pierce. <laughs> Sorry, that's our that was our rival high school <laughs> back when we were growing up. Uh, but so he went to Richardson schools. Yeah. Okay. Not as cool as Jensen Ackles, I must say. Right. I say it wasn't Just, Robin Winkle, was it? No, he went to that too. He went yeah. to Pierce also, but no. Uh, and then oh yeah, Moonlighting. Moonlighting was an amazing show, okay. and it was Bruce Willis's like debut to like most everything he was cute he was funny he was quippy that they they had this he and Sybil Shepard uh she owned a detective agency she was an ex-model that owns a detective agency she like lost everything except that and he's this guy that's been working there but they haven't been doing solving any cases so she goes in there and just the dynamic between the two of them is funny it's sexy it's it's a it was a great show everybody um uh especially like teenagers like Doug really got into it. We got into it when he was in college. So it started like 86, 87, something like that. Okay. Um, and it was, it, oh yeah, everybody loved that show so much. It was you fantastic. Um, Mork Sybil and Mindy. Shepherd? Yeah, um, Sybil Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she Murphy Brown? No. No, okay. that's Candace Bergen. Oh, see, yeah. sorry. Murphy Brown was a, I'm not at that yet. Murphy Brown was a great show. Too. <laughs> I love that show. Murphy Brown, I always wanted like my daughter to be, and she is quite like mm-hmm. Murphy Brown, meaning a very no nonsense, you know, uh, mm-hmm. strong woman kind of thing. Uh, Mork and Mindy was so cute. Mork and Mindy, of course, is a spinoff from again from Happy Days. Happy Days had like three major spinoffs. Um, you know, it had a uh, Joni Loves Chachi, Laverne and Shirley, and Mork and Mindy. Uh, and Mork and Mindy was an outlet for uh, for Robin Williams. Uh, that was one of the in- things that introduced Robin Williams to the world. You know, you're welcome because uh, he, of course, was Robin Williams was, right. and uh, so I, you know, he he was brilliant in that. It was funny. It was cute. It was heartwarming. And it was you know filmed in Boulder, Colorado. It was beautiful. Um, so it had like a a good Muppet Show. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know what to say about the Muppet Show other than just somebody go watch it because it's worth watching. I promise you. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Newhart was pretty good. Bob Newhart's second show, Newhart, um, played a completely different character. Played an an innkeeper in Vermont, I think it was, and it was cute. Uh, I liked okay. it. Um, Night Court, of course. We've talked yes. about Night Court. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Didn't watch any of those. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a list here of. Uh, I did. I never watched Punky Brewster. Just to let you know, I, watched, I just didn't. It was it was too young for me by that time. I saw reruns of it mm-hmm. um, when I got older in the '90s because my yeah. my grandmother. I discovered it. I guess quote unquote discovered it. I guess I, I did the Christopher Columbus. How do you discover something that already existed? But because it's just uh, it's still a discovery for you. You're not yes. inventing it. You're just discovering okay. it. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. I discovered Sorry. it at my grandmother's house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, it's Punky Brewster. You never watched Punky Brewster?" I was like, "No. Why is her name Punky? Are they, like, are they <laughs> making fun of her? I don't understand." Um, exactly. But it, they showed they would they played the episodes and apparently they played. Um, they played the entire series because it was on for like three or four seasons, yeah. um, and they showed the episode where the challenger, where like where they have oh. her react to the challenger Goodness. explosion, because uh, apparently, of course, the challenger explosion is a challenger explosion. Um, yeah. But in nineteen eighties, that I think that's credited or, as one of like the the start of the the after school special yeah. um, type of <laughs> type of episodes. And that was that yeah. was one of them. Like uh, speaking yeah. of after school special, that is something that I watched <laughs> in the eighties. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Maybe it was Scott Bayo was in one where he's like smoking a bunch of dope, and his mm. brother and his brother was like this swimmer that was gonna go into the Olympic trials, and he rows him out, and he's like hi, and Scott Bayo they go out to this lake so his brother can do some swimming laps and stuff, and he goes under the water and 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 he's high, Scott Bayo's high, I think it's Scott Bayo. Anyway, I'm just gonna call him Scott Bayo. He's high, <laughs> and he like he's like he moves the oars and smacks his brother in the head. I don't remember oh. if he drowned or not. I just remember sitting there going, wow. That's wow. That was, that was rough. So that was yeah. reefer madness in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Mm, <laughs> gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Um. <laughs> okay. So here's here. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, I did watch SCTV, um, which was Canadian. One. It was like it was like a Canadian Saturday Night Live. That's where John Candy got his start. Okay. Um. Uh, all the Canadian actors that you can think of, um, the one that's an American Pie. Um, anyway, there's a whole bunch of them that started <laughs> there. Um, and then I did not ever watch Silver Spoons. Okay, I I, I didn't I watch do, it. I, I just remember it. I do not like Ricky because they they all kind of to me as a kid they were all the same show. Silver Spoons, yeah, Growing <laughs> Pains. Um, yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. It's all the same um, stuff to I me. did watch Solid Gold, which is Soul Train for white people. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I I remember I had this friend and her name was Bertha and and she was she was an African American girl and we were sitting there and we she would spend the night a, a, a lot and I would spend the night at her house a lot and on Sundays I think is when Soul Train uh, came on in the afternoons. Um, okay. So we would watch it at her house, of course. And, of course, we're doing, you know, all... We're trying to do all the dances, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Little girls. I was, like, 10 or 11. And then and then um, sometimes she would spend the night at my house. And, you know, maybe it was a Friday or... I think it was Saturday that Solid Gold was on. Okay. Anyway, so, so <laughs> Solid Gold would come on. And one time she just... She, like, looked at me and she said, Solid Gold's uh, sold train for white people. <laughs> And I looked at her and I said, 
You're right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't even think, n- neither one of us thought it, like that was not a judgment. It was just like yeah. a, a an observation that there's more white people, mm-hmm. especially dancing on Solid Gold, mm-hmm. uh, whereas there's more African Americans on Soul Train. And so it, yeah. it wasn't like a judgment. It was just like, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're kind of right. And then we just got up and danced, right? Because yeah. we were trying to mimic of the Solid Gold dancers, which when I was 10, <laughs> I wanted to be hey. a Solid Gold dancer. Right. Yeah, you know, but it was it, but it was just funny because I you know reliving that memory. It's like wow, neither one of us had any kind of judgment with that. It was just like yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, kids don't know or really care. Yeah. They don't yeah, yeah. care, but they don't get it. Because um, I, but... I we both loved Soul Train and we both exactly. loved Solid Gold. <laughs> I, you just want to dance. It was dancing. Yeah. Yes, it was music. It was pop music and it was dancing. Uh, yeah. And sometimes they would you know like on Solid Gold as well as Soul Train, both of them had like the musician or artist on there sometimes mm-hmm. too. So you got to see the ones that you liked yeah it was great i i you know we both liked it's the it same a lot. thing american bandstand yeah and then yeah, sure. both soul train mm-hmm. came out in um the 70s but then then dick clark tried his version of soul mm-hmm. train and that's when um um oh shoot what don oh damn it why could i think of his name i know i know his don name. cornelius thank don you cornelius. Yeah, I was about to say Don Lemon. I'm like sad, sad story. Not Don Lemon. Ooh, child. Yeah. No. Anyway, Don. Black Twitter don't come after me. I'm sorry. Yes, Don Cornelius <laughs> was like, Nah, Dick, you, you not, you, what you not gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. is copy what I'm building here, and 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 just just really muddy it up. No, sir, you're not doing that. Um, Don Cornelius is a sad Don, story. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, quick aside on BET, of all places, they have mm-hmm. um, a Soul Train series and it's documenting like it's not really the fall, but the rise and mm, plateauing of Soul Train. And it's and yeah. it's um, it starts with Don Cornelius's um, death and it basically works its way backwards. Right. It works. Its, or. um it shows what leads up what leads up to that point. So probably when you get to the series finale, um, it'll show. Why, what? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I did. I, I honestly don't know. Um, I've heard rumors about like um, sexual misconduct uh, or whatever, but I mean whether that's true or not, I don't know. It was a rumor, um, and it it was just the timing of it because that that story had come out, um, and then he committed suicide not too too much long after that um, well but obviously i don't know well according to wikipedia it said that an autopsy found that cornelius had been suffering from seizures during the last 15 years of his life a complication of a 21 hour brain operation he went and underwent in 1982 to correct wow. a congenital deformity in his cerebral arteries he admitted that he was never quite the same after that surgery, and it was a factor in his decision to retire from hosting Soul Train in 1993. According to his son, Cornelius was in extreme pain by the end and said shortly before his death, I don't know how much longer I can take this. Mm. So maybe wow. that's that's maybe. yeah maybe that's it. I mean, that's it says uh, he may have been suffering from the early onset of dementia or Alzheimer's also, which, again, that's the, the theory behind Robin Williams. Is because mm-hmm. he was he was um, his was one something like that that he he was he did not want to put his family or you know yeah. himself through all that kind of stuff too so you know he took his own life as well so Aww, that's sad. you know it is very sad 
It is very sad. I loved, I loved Don Cornelius. Mm. He was, I was like his voice. His a, voice is so soothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It I agree. That was one of the things about you know about him that was, you know, mm -hmm. I just I thought he was a great host. Also, mm -hmm. he definitely well, reminded me of. I think he kind of reminds me of my dad. Where, mm -hmm. um, as far as like his taste in music, especially mm -hmm. when rap came along, like in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Don yeah. Cornelius was like, I don't get it. <laughs> In his nice, very There's, smooth yeah. voice. And my dad was the same way. He was just like, yeah, I don't get it. Um, yeah. I guess and it, over time, it, it kind of grew on him. But, you know, he was definitely more of um, a soul. Um, sure. A soul person. Like he because he came uh, up with in the 70s so like you know mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. disco was disco and there was sure um you know soul music um gino was it gino gino finelli i'm not saying his name right yeah i know i know who you know you're talking about, about. yeah um he was like one of the one of the first white dudes to perform on uh on soul train because everybody thought he was black because he was doing uh soul music that's yeah. why that's where the term blue eyes soul comes from you ever heard that? Ah. <laughs> uh huh. So what was his name? Because Elton John was the first one. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, Gino. It's like Vanelli, Vanelli, something like Vanelli. that. Vanelli. Yeah. Yes. Here it is. Mm -hmm. I googled it. <laughs> I mm -hmm. just want to stop. Yep. All right. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I I know who this person is. Mm -hmm. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yes. You know who? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And I learn stuff every day. And I guess that that was an '80s show I watched was uh, Soul Train. Mm -hmm. I know it started in the '70s, but you know it was it was on yeah, until was like 2006. Well, yeah, like yeah. the newer yeah. version or whatever. Yeah, the version, um, version. Yes, it was. But yeah, yeah, and Star Search. I watched. Oh my gosh! I watched those Star Search with Ed mm -hmm. McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. What about uh? I watched Webster. I love I that show. Did not watch he was Webster. so. That kid was so freaking cute. <laughs> Emmanuel he Lewis. Was. Yes, he was so adorable. <laughs> you just want to put him in your pocket. Um, <laughs> it's true. Well, there's been lots of little kids that you just yeah. want to put in your pocket. Yeah, be and careful. And it wasn't because I know you know what I mean though. But well, no, mean, don't I, I don't try him because apparently Billy no. Blanks has trained trained him. Um, so Emmanuel Lewis can kick can kick anybody's ass. So well, sure, I believe that yeah. he's a grown up anyway. So know, why right? would I want to do that? You know, well, it, it doesn't I, it, matter about your statue or stature as an adult. I liked him as a little kid. He was mm -hmm. adorable as a kid. He was. And seeing yeah. him and like Michael so. Jackson be friends and stuff, it was I was mm -hmm. like, hmm. <laughs> and then all of the allegations is like, mm, mm, damn. Um, I liked Who's the Boss. Remind me of that, that one. That cute. sounds familiar. Uh, that's the one where the guy, um, oh, shit. What is her name? Is that the one with Alyssa, uh, Alyssa Milano? Starts, yes. Thank okay. you. Yes. She and her dad, uh, they go and live with this woman. Uh, and her son, and he's he becomes the woman's housekeeper, like living housekeeper. Okay. Um, and then it's 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 cute. Of course, they end up you know falling in love. Of course. Um, that's that's uh, you know, there's like a ton, a ton of shows again, but I didn't I didn't watch them all, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I just because you know being a kid, 
and you are subject somewhat to what your parents want to watch because you know back then we yeah. didn't have tvs or internet in our own rooms because internet didn't exist so we had one tv maybe two mm-hmm. um i i had black and white till i was 16 mm-hmm. mm. yep it was black and white until 1985 whatever we were behind but that's okay <laughs> i'm a better person for it <laughs> 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 but I mean, there's there's other stuff like okay, I did watch as far as like trash TV. We're talking trash TV, like the Jerry Springer before Jerry Springer was Jerry Springer, and that's Morton Downey Jr. Okay, it was the biggest trash TV. Oh, Google it. It's awful. It's like the worst. <laughs> this man would scream, and it's like all all kinds of you know, it's like a talk show sort of, but it's 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 all just you know. It's like TV yellow journalism, but I mean, it's uh, it's terrible. It's like the worst. But of course, I'm a kid, so I freaking love it. Because you know, right? Because you know, kids loved like Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love well, the fights yeah. and the chairs that's being thrown? Because we liked um, wrestling. Yeah, WWF or WCW is the same thing. It's just on a stage. That was very popular in the 80s also. That's when oh, it yeah. starts becoming really popular. And that was especially yeah. in Texas with the Von Erichs. That was like, you know, oh my God, all the girls in elementary school and, and, uh, and junior high were all about the Von Erics. And I was just like, but it's fake. Um, I want to go back to that, um, that Sherman Helmsley, uh, show. Am I saying his last name right? Yes. Sherman Hemsley. Hemsley. Is it Hemsley or Hemsley? Either way, you know, (laughs) he, he played, he, he played, uh, you know, on the Jeffersons, right? And Mm -hmm. his show was Amen. And I did watch that one. Yeah. I did watch that one. He cracks me up. That guy always cracked me up. He was he was a wonderful <laughs> actor. He was mm-hmm. a wonderful actor too. Um, he just was. I never. There were some that were popular that I never watched. I never watched Elf. Not even one episode. I of never Elf. watched Elf. I just it wasn't my thing. I just I couldn't. I there was nothing for me to connect to. It was like, like there's this. I'm still puppet. not sure what Elf is. Elf I mean, I know he's an alien, he's... but I'm like, is he an artwork? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? Um, and I didn't, I did watch some after school specials, um, but I, I, and you know, Airwolf, <laughs> uh, I did no. not watch that cause Jan Michael Vincent kind of creeped me out. Um, and then I, <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> um, I didn't watch Black Sheep Squadron, but my brother did. And I didn't I watch BJ and one. the Bear. I didn't watch Cagney and Lacey, even though it was two female detectives. Um, did you watch MacGyver? Um, I did not watch MacGyver. Uh, Soma it wasn't my thing either. I, Patty and Soma Bouvier would be very mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> I did not watch. <laughs> I I did watch on occasion. I did watch Chico and the Man. Um, I did like that show to a certain degree. Um, uh-huh. I never watched Chips. That was not my thing. I did watch Dance Fever. Hmm. Um, it was short-lived, though. Uh, I did watch DC Follies, which was interesting because they were puppets, and they were mm-hmm. puppets to look like politicians. And so okay. that was that was and that was a late-night thing, though. That was not like prime time. Uh-huh. Um, I never watched Degrassi Junior High. Um, did you watch Saint Elsewhere? I did not watch Saint Elsewhere. Okay. That was not my thing either. Um, and then I, let's see, I didn't watch Falcon Crest. Okay. Or Dynasty. But knew of them, of course, because, I mean, that's like, you know, that was a big thing. That was like the competitors to Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. It was Dynasty and, and Falcon Crest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watched a couple episodes of Fall, The Fall Guy, which was interesting because that was Lee Majors. 
and he was he he was a detective slash uh, stuntman. <laughs> so okay. it was kind of it was kind of. I did watch a couple episodes of T.J. Hooker. Okay. I have to say, so um, that was uh, yeah. William Shatner as a cop, I think. What about uh, Miami Vice? I did not watch Miami Vice. I did okay. not watch that. Although me and Doug and Chris uh, made a cassette tape and we did a spoof of Miami Vice called Miami Vice Guys, and I got to play all the women characters because you know I'm <laughs> the only female friend, and I played all the women characters, including the prostitutes. That was fun. <laughs> I never watched. I never watched Fame. Um, I didn't I just, either. Just didn't. Um, let's see. But I know the I theme did song. Watch, yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, let's see. I did not watch Galaxy Rangers. Uh, I did watch The Great Space Coaster on occasion. Ooh, I did uh, not watch Hardcastle McCormick, or and I did watch Heart to Heart, but it was it was just because I was sitting around with the fam and they, mm. my dad and mom, were watching Heart to Heart. Um, oh. I did watch Head of the Class on occasion because I I um I did like uh, Howard Hessman, um because he he played on WKRP, uh, he played uh, Doctor Johnny Fever, and WKRP okay. in Cincinnati the original was great, the Next Generation was not it sucked. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch Hill Street Blues. I didn't watch Highway to Heaven. Um, none of that. Uh, I did watch Incredible Hulk. I did okay, watch that yes. on occasion. And I did watch. Uh, uh, Gary Shandling show on occasion also. Um, did you watch? I did the watch. She wrote. I did not, but my, my dad parents did. did. My parents yeah, watched. My dad Murder, did she wrote too. And Matlock. So. I did not watch Matt. My dad did not watch Matlock, but he did watch Murder She Wrote because that's kind of loosely based on like an Agatha Christie thing. And my mm. dad was a big fan of Agatha Christie. I did not watch Joni Loves Chachi. Chachi, sorry. I did not watch Kate and Allie. Um, I did not watch. Knight Rider. <laughs> like the only one on the planet. I did watch... I Well, I, I did not watch Late Night with David Letterman until uh, after I graduated high school because I, I wasn't allowed to stay up that late because it was <laughs> kind of late and, you know, some people have to sleep. I never watched Little House on the Prairie or L.A. Law. Oh, uh, L.A. Law. I remember L.A. Law. Yeah, I never watched that. Um, I did not watch Manimal. Didn't even know what that was, so that That's was weird. Sounds familiar. I, yeah, I couldn't even tell you what the hell that is. It's weird <laughs> to me. Um, let's see. Uh, I did not watch. Um, I'm trying to look through this here real quick before we kind of sign off because we're getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Thundercats! I did watch Thundercats again. Reruns, but sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, if you're, yeah, yeah. Some cartoons, you know, I, I did kind of watch. I did watch the TV show Private Benjamin a couple times. It was loosely based on the movie, the movie Private Benjamin with Goldie Hawn. Um, okay. it, Goldie Hawn was not in the TV show, but it was it was on that kind of thing. Um, and let's see, I think that's, I did not watch Quantum Leap, and that started in 1989 anyway, so it doesn't count for us. Okay. I did not. I did watch Remington Steel a couple times because, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Oh shit! He played James Bond once too. Oh, uh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thing for older men. Okay, I, I really did I, because I'm one, one of my first, when I was little, my first crush, of course, was Donny Osmond. Whose wasn't? And then my second crush was Sean Cassidy. Both of them, of course, in their 20s, and I'm a little girl. And then my third <laughs> crush 
was John Schneider, who played Bo Duke on Dukes of Hazards, which is a terrible show to watch now. It is terrible. It's like so, so hashtag me too, and so south. The car is the General Lee and has a Confederate flag on the on the roof. You know, <laughs> you don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then my next crush, and always has been from that point on, and always will be, is Harrison Ford who was like 40 by the time Raiders of the Lost Ark came out. He was the same age as, he's like the same age as my mom. <laughs> so that's kind of creepy and weird, right? So for me, you know, seeing Pierce Brosnan was like, wow, he's really hot. So I was happy when he became James uh, uh, James Bond. That made sense to me. My uncle liked the TV show Riptide about these two guys who live, I think it's in Florida, um, who are like, you know, beach police or whatever <laughs> um i did not i did not watch the ropers which was a spinoff from three's company i did watch a little bit of three's company um i wasn't allowed to at first because it came out in the 70s and i was a little kid and mm. it's pretty risque when you watch it you're like wow that's wow it's all about <laughs> sex well and we talked about this that the 80s is all about sex baby it yeah. just is yeah. All about sex. I did not watch Simon Simon. I did not watch Sledgehammer. I did not watch Small Wonder about this robot girl. I oh, did watch yeah. a couple of episodes of Square Pegs. Um but that's that's about that's about it. I mean, I didn't watch Teen Wolf or TJ Hooker. I did watch That's Incredible. I did watch a couple episodes of 30-something, but since I was in my early 20s, it was like, meh, why do I want to watch this shit about a bunch of 30-somethings sitting around whining and bitching about their life? It was terrible. They might as well have been millennials, actually. Right. and then They, they were, were like, they were the first millennials. <laughs> it's funny if you're saying that. It's like, shit, they were ahead of their time. If they only knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they're my aunt's age. So my aunt is eight years older than I am. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's like in between. She's that in between group between the baby boomers and the X's, right? Okay. So Generation X. So she's those in tweeners. I don't know what they call those people, but because uh, she's fifteen years younger than my mom, but eight years younger than me. So, but so she would have been thirty something when thirty something came out, and they did. They sat around and they whined like worse than like anything a millennial has ever said. It was terrible. <laughs> it was a terrible show. Wouldn't it be bots? Uh, there you go. It was. You would be a boxer. You're a boomer right. and an Xer. You're a boxer. You're a boxer. Okay, mm -hmm. that's weird, but okay. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it for me. That's about all I watched in the eighties. Because okay, here's you know, in in Xer's defenses, right? As to why we don't have a lot of television under our belt, maybe as much as like um, Zoomers for sure, or or, or even millennials. Uh, or millennials is because there wasn't much. There were five channels, goddammit, it, and that was it. <laughs> and you had um, ABC, NBC, uh, CBS, and PBS, and uh, well, so there were four channels, and that was about it. So you had you had like Saturday morning cartoons, of course, because cartoons weren't played any other time, mm -hmm. or you had after school cartoons on occasion. Like that's when I watched like Robotech or a Star Blazer or you know Battle of the Planets all the Japanimation stuff including like mm -hmm. you know the original Speed Racer and stuff and Japanimation by the way I'm not I'm that's I'm not dissing that's it I'm it just that's called. just what we called yeah before it was like you know just anime, anime. Yeah. it was Japanimation and so it's not a bad I'm not doing a racial slur <laughs> nope, it is what it that's was. what it that's what they used to call themselves too yep. as far as you know 
Panimators. That was the the introduction because Sci Fi mm -hmm. Channel would play a lot of those Saturday morning. Yeah, see, um, uh, we didn't have cable back then. It was mm -hmm. like the rich people had cable or yeah. satellite. Satellite was never even heard of, and satellite dishes were as big as your fucking backyard. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody had satellite, <laughs> and nobody had cable till I was like sixteen. So like. Mm -hmm. None, like occasionally you would find somebody that had HBO, but cable as we know it did not start until I was like 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know, we talked about that when we talked about videos, like the uh, MTV, our MTV um, yep. episode. Um, so really, so at growing up as a kid, four channels and you occasionally had, and that's why these TV shows stick out to me so much is because, you know, there was like, this night is when this comes on. This night, this is when this comes on. And so the four of us, my family, had to go, okay, well, but, you know, your show comes on, but at the same time, I want to watch this one. So sometimes we had to wait till reruns came out to see the episode that we missed. You know, and reruns often came out in the summer because they went on a hiatus then. But sometimes I had to wait because, you know, my dad wanted to, wanted to watch, like, you know, Barnaby Jones or something, and it was, you know, on at the same time as you know my my show like give me a break or something so there was negotiations that went on in families all the time yeah. about who's gonna watch what when you know whereas now everybody you know most you know most families might have more than one device mm -hmm. uh, whereas we had only one tv for a while and then we got two and that was great um when i was in like a little bit before junior high, end of elementary school, my parents put a black and white TV in their bedroom. And so that was way cool because then, yeah, then it was like, okay, well, mom and dad are, you know, going to watch Rockford Files. And it's like, well, that's on the same, at the same time as, as uh, Facts of Life. And they're like, okay, y'all go in the bedroom, you know, in, in our bedroom, and then we'll stay in the living room and watch uh, Rockford Files. Mm -hmm. So that, that worked out well. But the but yeah, it was, it was a different, it was definitely a different thing. Kind of like the telephone. You had to fight for telephone usage. Yeah, I can't imagine what it was like to have more than one or two children <laughs> all around the same age. Luckily, David wasn't into talking on the phone as much as I am, right? Mm -hmm. And I did not have a sister, thank God, because she and I would have fought seriously over that telephone. Mm -hmm. Because that was that was my life in junior high. Well, I think the telephone. Two millennials are the ones who are latchkey kids, so we don't know uh -uh. anything. But we TV. were too. You have was a crossover the, that yeah. that crossover mm -hmm. yeah because my mom didn't get home till six because mm -hmm. we by the time millennials became like aware because millennials yeah. according to Google anyway or or not Google National yeah. Geographic millennials yeah. are 1981 to 2001 yeah. so by the time you become aware if you were born in 1981 this is 1985 1986. Yeah. Now there are more options, especially in the nineteen, yeah. especially sure. in nineteen eighties. Like Reagan is trash, but Reaganomics is what fueled this push with yeah. all of your different TV shows and different um, uh, different outlets. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Reagan is trash, but you know it did give sure. us cable television. Well, and the after school, you know, being able to come home and watch stuff after school was because of the Gen Xers, mm -hmm. because they, they had um, after school. Before that, kids came home to their mom, and then they went out of doors. And a lot of, stu a lot of kids 
you know, Generation Xers couldn't do that necessarily because their parents weren't home. So they had things like, you know, the Bugaloos and, you know, all the after-school things, the after-school specials, and sometimes they would play cartoons. That's when they would play, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they would play all those kind of cartoons after the majority of kids would be home. So, like, after 3.30 in the afternoon, they had all these things that kids could watch that were appropriate for kids because they knew that more and more kids were home alone. And so, plus, you know, parents were taking advantage of that digital or that, well, it was, you know, not digital back then. It was analog, but it was still a big screen, right? It was still a screen. It's like the first screen. So they were taking advantage of that screen babysitter, um, mm-hmm. you know, because if the kid is home, knows to lock the doors, knows how to call 911 or at least zero for the operator, right? Yeah. And then they've got some food in the TV. If they got the TV, the boob tube, they probably won't move. And yeah. they'll probably stay there and be good. Whereas, you know, like, not everybody was like that. Because, again, it was still limited, though. So if you didn't like those TV shows, you were out and about mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. But then again, that was still, you know, a, a different time where you could be in the neighborhood until the lights came on, the right. street lights came on, and then come home. Plus, you had a gang in your neighborhood of kids. You had, you know, a bunch of kids you were being raised with, growing up with. The neighborhood kids. You might not like them all 100%, but, it, it, you know, on a day when you had nothing better to do, there were the neighborhood kids to go ride bikes with or, you know, play touch football with, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the TV shows were, were, and oh my God, the commercials were amazing. Of course, sitting there making my Christmas list on a Saturday morning, during Saturday morning cartoons, because <laughs> all... Every commercial on Saturday morning cartoons was geared toward kids, of course. The ma- the the Matchbox oh, commercials yeah. were amazing. Um, the Hot Wheels commercials were amazing. The doll commercials were amazing. Oh my God, that doll pees now! Ah! <laughs> Freaking amazing! <laughs> you know, that was fun just to make it pee. That's all I did with it. Just you know, kept giving it water, kept giving it water, so it would pee. Um, you know, shoot it at my brother kind of thing. Um, <laughs> why not? <laughs> but I mean, it you know, so there, it was it was a it was a different time. So now I kind of feel sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, how much there is for kids to watch? There's too because much because it seems like it's too much. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it seems like it's too much, and it's harder to make those choices. Mm-hmm. Where I'm thinking, well, maybe that's a good thing in the long run. Maybe there'll be so many choices that they just turn it off. Yeah. It is, it's and information overload. Else. There's yeah. there's too much coming at you at one time, especially yeah. now. There's so many options. And I think that's yeah. that's part of, as we talked in our Generations episode, that's part of that, mm-hmm. where that disconnect comes from between generations, well, especially now, mm-hmm. because we have access to so much, generally speaking. Um, and so, you know, there's a TV in every room. Sometimes there's like two or three TVs in every room. Um, yeah. Well, and now it's not even TVs. There's there's Hand-held at least devices. right. There's at least three or four screens in every room. Yeah. Um, and you can watch whatever you want pretty much any time. All you need is a subscription. And then of course there's pirating sites. You don't need a subscription. You can watch old TV shows or new TV shows or movies or whatever at any time. Um, of course, in the mm-hmm. 90s, you didn't have that option, but you had more options than you did in the 80s, which, of course, you had yeah. more options than you did in the 70s and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is 
on the one hand, yeah, it's kind of cool that you do have these uh, a plethora of options, but at the same time, you can't make a decision because there's too many things coming at you. It, it, it's it is inf- it's sensory overload because it's there. Yeah. You're like you're almost you're having a seizure. It's it's that warning at the beginning of TV shows is like you know if you have seizures or if you're susceptible or prone to them, don't watch this show because there's a lot of photo activity happening. Right. It's the same thing. Like there's a shit ton of stuff on Netflix. There's too much stuff to watch on Netflix, and so people are like yes, there you should is. watch oh. Squid Game. What the hell is Squid Game? Watch the new Dave Chappelle special. Oh okay, God. I didn't know Dave Chappelle had a special. And apparently, there's a whole yeah. bunch of other specials that he's done. Uh, I keep watch... being told to watch Squid Game, also. Right? <laughs> like, I don't even watch, know what that is. Right? Watch this movie or that movie or this show or that show. Or that... Did you watch Manifest? Did you watch this? You watch... What the hell is all this stuff? Apparently, it's exactly. all on Netflix. Watch the new seasons of Lucifer. Lucifer got canceled. No, it didn't. It's on. Netflix like it is there's so much stuff and then um, even with current TV shows uh, you can go back and watch um, older seasons on Netflix or now Hulu or Vudu Mm -hmm. or Disney Mm -hmm. Plus or whatever Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime so on and so forth (laughs) there's so much and it's just like I Mm -hmm. like tonight like I have tomorrow off I was going to watch Squid Game. I'm probably not going to watch Squid Game. But there's there's so much stuff that I do want to watch. But there's literally not enough time to watch it. Right? Mm-mm. And there's... Doug there's and just, I get so overblown with the yeah. amount of stuff that we end up watching. We just end up watching reruns of, of Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's just too... It's... it's oh. Uh-huh. It is too much. It's it all too much looks at good, one time. But then it doesn't. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. It's... I, I'd spend my whole night... And everybody knows this. Everybody does this. You spend your whole night just looking through what yeah. there is to watch and mm-hmm. never watch it. Yeah. It, it, it's it's the equivalent of your eyes are bigger than your stomach. There's too yes, much on your plate. right. Oh, I like that description. That's all it is. You know, Shout it's, out to it's, my it's, mom because she always would tell me that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, mom, you are correct. That's yeah. exactly what that is. And you know what? I, I, I would imagine me personally. I can't speak for everybody, but I can maybe conjecture that there would be other people out there also that would be just as relieved if, as as I am if it just went down to four channels again. Uh, well, I don't know. You might have an apocalypse on your hands. Well, yeah, more so true. than you do already, because. What got people yeah. through the pandemic was Netflix, but here's the problem: uh, you didn't watch anything on Netflix. You just scrolled because you had I know. <laughs> enough time to actually go through and go, "Oh, that's on Netflix. I'll check that out." Like Bridgerton, that was a whole thing you, last year. You make I, he, oh my god, yes, or or it. what? Yeah, the whole fucking Tiger King bullshit too. Yeah. I mean, we watched one episode and went, "Nah, yeah, that, nah, I, I can't. Nah, that's not for me. I can't even. Nah, nah, nah. Did you know they're getting a season well, two? <laughs> <laughs> Because this fool thought Trump was going to get him out of fucking prison and they even had a car waiting for him and he didn't get out of prison? The fuck, man? Oh, my it makes God. For I TV. can't handle it. Oh. I know, right? Well, we need to wrap up because I can smell my dinner and I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> Doug's making the dinner and I have to pee. Okie dokie. So... <laughs> Alrighty. Just so well. everybody know, because we're pushing an hour and 43 minutes. It's see, we didn't need two parts. There you go. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, well, man. you know, because. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Um, oh, he's cooking something that's making my throat dry. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I can smell it all the way up here in my recording studio, of which you know doubles as my bedroom. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a recording studio when I'm recording. <laughs> hey, you know what? So is my living room. So anyway, there you go. yes, and we are not. We are not the only ones that do this. No. By the way, and I will say after talk, all this talk, if do you have Hulu by any chance? I don't. Oh, okay. I was gonna. I was gonna recommend a show that's actually really, really good, and what it is, is it? a yeah, yes. It's it's called it's called Only Murders in the Building, and it's okay. It's it's wonderful. It's Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin and Selena Gomez, and ah. it is such a good show. It's amazing, and they come out with one every week, um, and it's about this this murder that happens in the building, and these three people who who are mostly strangers kind of come together because they live in that building, and they may actually make a podcast about the murder in the building. It's actually, actually funny. Instead of it's, trying it's to a, find it's a the good show. <laughs> yes, yes, actually, yes, and come to find. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything else because if if you ever do, you know, because you can you can get Hulu on for free. Mm-hmm. They have a, you know, it has commercials, but you know, it's oh, still fine. free. But okay, yeah, but it's, a, but I mean, Google it. It's just, you know, so you could. It's just interesting. That's all, and it's it's well done because again, it's you know Martin Short and Steve Martin, uh, okay. and Selena Gomez. So it's. Okay. <laughs> but I was going to suggest that to anybody else, that listeners. It's it's a really it's it's a good show. It's it's a a dramedy. Okay. Mystery. Mystery comedy dramedy <laughs> Dramastomedy. I don't know how you say it. Mastromedy. Drama mystery comedy. Just yeah. dramedy. I like Mastromedy. that. Mastromedy. Mastromedy. I like that. That's it. It's a mastromedy. Yes. Yes, that's good. A mastromedy. Yes. I'm gonna write that down. Mastromedy. Mm-hmm. I like that. You heard All it right, here first. So, Thank you. Yes, that's it. Credit that, to Tammy Chase. Yeah, Byron and, and Corn, that's Yes, Byron. you heard it here first. Yes, it's yours. <laughs> All right, well, then let's go ahead and go into it. Tell us about the music. All right, so thanks, you guys, for listening to this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you like the music, right? I enjoyed it. If you like the music at the beginning of this podcast, that is from my debut album, Square One. The title track is what you heard, Square One. Um, you can find that uh, with the link in the description on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, anywhere you stream music. The closing credit song is Do I Belong Here. Um, mm-hmm. Again, you can find that on my debut album. You can also find my uh, two of my songs on another podcast this season. Um, it is The podcast is titled Women Committing Crimes, and the mm-hmm. two songs um, are Forgive Me um, as the opening credit song and who as the closing credits um women committing crimes is hosted by miss tammy chase yes uh, <laughs> and it is an amazing ass podcast so please check it out and do yes. all the things you're supposed to do with podcasts give it five stars give it yes eight million likes because it is informative it's hilarious i've guest starred on it once and we had a damn good time so, yes we did yeah that yes. was that was the latest episode is martha stewart and snoop dogg well, it's Martha Stewart because she's the woman that committed the crime, but we do talk about her relationship with Snoop Dogg. So. I hope they listen to it. That would be great. So, so right. far, it's gotten 73 plays. So, 
Can two of them yeah. be marked as two minutes new time? <laughs> <laughs> that would be way awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Women committing crimes. And the the one that's going to be uploaded on Tuesday is uh, about Jane Toppin, who killed old people and then got sexual gratification from watching them die. <laughs> so she was Rose yeah. and I. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. <laughs> we still got Betty White. Right? <laughs> Crossing our fingers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Her and yes, Dick Van so, Dyke yes. are fighting it out, I swear. Uh, yeah. I like well, them maybe both. Maybe they'll go together. Who knows? Yeah, yeah right. me too. I, I love both of them. Well, also, um, give this podcast uh, five stars. Give it, you know, give, give us some comments. Comment, mm. uh, give us five stars, all that kind of stuff. Um, also, you can talk to us. Uh, via email at offkilternofilter at yahoo.com offkilternofilter at yahoo.com and then also you can tweet um, what is it at nokilter yes and then we have the Facebook group <laughs> the offkilter no filter Facebook group <laughs> it's clever isn't it <laughs> I know but <laughs> but they're they're both there so please you know let us know what you think tell us about your favorite 80s show and if you're if you're like you know too young for that um go you know watch them on youtube you can watch anything on youtube and if you're too old for that mm, you should probably listen to our episode about youtube so you can find out what it is (laughs) (laughs) but if you liked this episode and this is your first episode you listen to go back and listen to season one and listen to our our uh, podcast about 1990s tv shows 2000s TV shows. We also do. We also have several about music, 1980s music, 1990s music, and so on. So, um, also, when you give feedback, let us know what you'd like to hear about. Also, we we are always uh, waiting for some topics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let us know what you're what you're into. You know, the the you know more interesting the better, right? Just let us know. So yeah, that's all I got, Byron. Yeah, um, <laughs> me too. So this yeah, an ongoing conversation. So we look forward yes. to hearing from you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to the people that have reached out um, in the past. Yes, yes, um, definitely. And uh, we look forward to continuing the conversation. So we will sign off. You have been off kilter with no filter. Right, and we will see you guys next time. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.